Hey everyone, this is Dave Cruz from Flyber Labs, a podcast on business and innovation in the Midwest and beyond. Here you'll meet fascinating people and learn about new technologies and practices that will change how you look at life and business. Enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Flyber Labs. And this is one of our first interviews on Flyber Labs about focusing on big ideas. And so these ideas that can uh, impact your life and uh, change how you think about business and innovation. So hopefully you come away as excited about the new ideas as I am after this interview. So, and to do this, today we get to talk with Mark Bakken. And Mark has actually been on uh, here before. He's the founder and managing director of HealthX Ventures in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, so he has this really interesting idea that he's pursuing um, outside, a little bit outside of HealthX. And uh, I like this idea because it definitely makes you think in a new and a different way. And then even in a different way, like in other areas, you could probably apply it. And so just want to bring Mark on and talk more about it. And uh, it would be an amazing thing for the state of Wisconsin. And uh, yeah, so Mark, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Definitely. All right. So I guess at this point, hopefully, we we know a little about your background or we'll put it on the web. So um, yeah, you have a, a wonderful track record and stuff in, in the, your career. But so first off, let's t- tell us about your idea. <laughs> sure. So um, the idea is basically... How can we create more startups faster? And the idea is create startups in the sense of do it in a way where we don't have to raise tax revenue or do um, anything else that's too risky, basically. Knowing that startups create, at least fast-growing startups, create almost all the net new jobs in this country. And at the same time, how do we bring life back to the small towns throughout America, you know, especially in Wisconsin? And for me, this idea kind of came about when everyone in the state of Wisconsin was exploring the whole Foxconn um, plan. And if people aren't familiar with it, the plan is Foxconn is a a huge Taiwanese manufacturer that uh, wants to produce um, products in America. And thankfully, they decided on Wisconsin and Wisconsin decided to uh, basically, you know, give them over 25 years, about three billion dollars worth of incentives to create ultimately hopefully 25,000 plus jobs and um, it's a little bit upfront type stuff and a little bit you know reimbursed credits based on the jobs they that they create so that got me thinking with three billion dollars you know what else could you do and uh, since I've invested in a lot of startups I live in the startup world how many uh, invested in or do you share that um like, yeah personally probably yeah. around 50 okay. or 60 right. okay. um so, you know, got to work with a lot of awesome people with great ideas, with lots of good energy, and they're trying to, you know, change the world, make the, the world a little more efficient and better along the way. And um, I started doing the math going $3 billion. You know, most startups need two, three hundred grand to kind of get their idea off the ground. There's typically two, three people that are like, hey, we should start a company. We have a really good idea, but, you know, I got to pay my bills. I don't come from money, all that stuff. So they're typically looking for angel investors or friends and family or something to kind of fund their idea. So I looked at it and said, what if we gave $300,000 to 10,000 startups? And I did the math and I had to check like a couple of times, like, did I do this right? But yeah, that equals $3 billion. You could give $300,000 to 10,000 people that wanted to create companies. And when I look at that and go, hmm, 
What if we could do it in a way where we didn't have to just give them $3 billion of tax money? What if we could invest it as a state where we said, hey, we've got a $100 billion plus pension fund. You know, I don't know if many people know, but the state of Wisconsin is one of the best and well-managed pension funds in the country, if not the world. It's over $100 billion. It's made up of uh, retirement money from anybody that's pretty much ever worked for uh, the state of Wisconsin. So from teachers to firefighters to policemen to, I think, even city and county workers. So it's a huge fund. It's very well managed. And um, it has a long time horizon. So there's people putting in it that are just starting out. I did it when I worked for the university. My wife did it. We, you know, have a little bit of money in there. <laughs> and, you know, who knows? You know, some people obviously are really going to rely on that in retirement. And it might not be worth risking taking some of that and investing in startups. But in my mind, even if, if we would find 3% of $100 billion, that's $3 billion that we could invest in these startups, and maybe the state owns 20 30% of a startup. And over time, you know, maybe over 10 years, that startup might grow like an Epic or even my last company, Nordic Consulting, which I started in 2010, and today it's almost 1,000 employees, you know, eight years later. And you know, $150,000 plus jobs, you know, great jobs that's creating great tax revenue for Wisconsin and the federal government. But I, I look at that and say, hey, you know, if Nordic or Epic would ever sell, you know, they could buy out the state and the state could then take that money and reinvest in a new startup, basically. So you could ultimately create an evergreen fund is kind of the concept. The idea is, you know, create maybe a thousand startups a year for 10 years. So you spread it out over time. The first year companies, you know, after 10 years, some of them would sell and exit and the state would get hopefully a return. And hopefully that would make up more than for the losses and the ones that didn't work out. Um, so the law of averages, you know, say that, you know, it could only, could not only create great jobs and, and bring life back to small towns, but it could also, you know, get a good return for people in the pension fund. And if you did it in a way where you let people that have money in the pension fund, like check a box to say, hey, do you want to, do you want to invest three up to three percent of your money in startups, knowing that you could lose it all, or you could make a twenty plus percent annual return, you know, if everything goes great, and at the same time create a bunch of jobs, and now you're, you know, investing in Wisconsin instead of some foreign country, basically. And and really, it's only like point three percent in some ways per year, right? Because it's three percent yeah, over right. ten yeah. years, so like point yeah. three, right? And so, so yeah. So how do you see like funding it? Um, it would be up to the individual at the, you know, with these. Uh, yeah, I think it's way. similar to like on your tax return. You can check that box if you want to donate <laughs> yes. to the president. I don't yes. know how many people do, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. but I think if you got a campaign out that said, listen, we're going to try something different. Wisconsin is fiftieth out of fifty states. For startups, and uh, according to the Kauffman Foundation, for the last three years in a row, and we want to try something bold. You know, we, you know, we, whatever. We could argue, you know, whether we should be the land of ten thousand lakes instead of Minnesota. But I, I think we could be the land of ten thousand startups, and we nice. could run with it, nice. <laughs> and we could get people from all over the world to move here. We could do a quota per county, so we could spread it all out. You know, we could say, hey, you know, whatever, Madison, Milwaukee, you know, their quota's full because I think there's a lot of people here already that yeah. would want to yeah. do that. But, 
if you want to, you know, do something in Fond du Lac or Nino or Manitowoc or Door County or, you know, Ashland or yeah. Hayward, you know, all over the state, we've got a beautiful state. And I think there are people that would say, hey, if there's, you know, 14 openings, you know, to get my startup funded, you know, and maybe, you know, whatever, I'll move to Wisconsin. I heard the people there are nice and it's beautiful and, yeah. you know, hardworking and low cost of living and I'll do it for two, three years, and if my company takes off, then whatever, we'll figure it out later. But you could, you know, you could entice the kids that uh, are graduating to say, hey, you can become the hometown hero. Yeah. You can rally um, the retired community to help mentor these companies to say, hey, you know, I've learned a lot along the way. Maybe we don't agree politically, but, you know, let's do something that can create awesome jobs of the future. Let's Let's create the next Harley Davidson. Let's create the next Epic, the next you know Miller, the next whatever. All these companies had to start at some point, and most of them started with probably fifty grand or less. So why not why not Wisconsin? Yes, you you probably need high speed internet to do it, but a yeah, lot of these yeah. towns have it. And if not, maybe the state should invest some of that money into doing that because it's it makes sense anyways. Um, so anyways, to me, it, it's just exciting to think about trying to do something different, especially when we're 50th out of 50 states. Yeah, right. It would put us in the top top three for sure pretty fast, <laughs> or top four or five very quickly. Or, I mean, for angel investment, maybe top number one immediately, right? Like, yeah. And so definitely put us on the map. Um, and how do you see kind of a, um, you know, more from the administration because I mean, I love, yeah. I, I do love idea. I mean, I think you know you have a thousand companies, you fund <laughs> a thousand companies a year for ten years, and so you know you have you know thousands of employees just right there. But then all the multiplier effect, right? right. And uh, you probably haven't done the numbers for for you know attorneys, accountants, real right. estate, and then for like who, who will stay and what other companies will they start? Right, the first one might not work, but they'll stay and do another one. You know, it's just right. it could just uh, and. That's all hard to figure out, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think obviously you'd have to spend a lot of time kind of working out the kinks yeah, and yeah. making sure people weren't embezzling and all that yeah, stuff. So yeah. get accountants involved, get to audit stuff, yeah. get lawyers involved to set everything up legally and have some of that money go towards that. Okay. But those will create more jobs. You know, some of it will be renovating, you know, an old building, Manitowoc yeah. or whatever. But even then, the the you know the cost of living is so much cheaper here in Wisconsin yeah. versus, you know, the companies I'm working with in California or Texas <laughs> or New York or Boston. So it's, when you start thinking about it, um, there's there's actually one company that um, I invest in called Aaron's. Um, the woman who started it was actually from Land Lakes, Wisconsin. It's, you know, north, kind of east part of Wisconsin. Not a huge town. And... Um, this company, what they do is they run, uh, it's like a concierge for employees of a company. So some of their customers are like Kohl's and NML and Intel. And if you're an employee and you don't have time during the day to like walk your dog or feed your cat or take your parents to the hospital, um, they will do that for you or wrap your presents for Christmas. <laughs> um, so anyways, thankfully she's growing. She's used tech to do it. She's been slugging away for 18 years. Mm -hmm. But it's just starting to take off. And um, now she's at a point where she's probably going to create 60 call center jobs, which are good jobs, good paying jobs. 
And um, she's going to do that in Lando Lakes. You know, Lando Lakes, you know, has been through tough times, like a lot of small towns. And they just lost their grocery store. But everybody's all excited. They're, she's going to do it right there. And there's enough people there that um, would love that opportunity to have a, a decent paying job where they grew up so they don't have to leave. And um, it's pretty exciting. Huh. It's, yeah, that, that's a, a great story. It could lead to... to Lots of those with this situation. If uh, Wisconsin decides to go ahead with this, um, what? All right, this is more a practical question. But you know, you you have your own fund, so you do a lot of due diligence and you know look at a lot of the investments. So how you know if you want want to get up to eventually a thousand a year, you know how yeah. how do you manage that? Because that would be it'd be a, it'd be a job. Yeah. So we <laughs> we really have to get everybody involved to be okay. mentors and to be free mentors to yeah. do it for the greater good of okay. the state and you know like i said this is kind of put politics aside for a minute and say can we prove to the world that wisconsin is awesome yeah yeah and just get everybody in to look at things maybe you create you know there's lots of people that have you know coffee clutches you know you know, a few times a week that kind of know an area, know a specific industry, might say, hey, if someone did this, you know. And then it's just a matter of finding someone that wants to do that, that's willing to work for a low enough wage to kind of get a company off the ground and get traction. But then those people could help them with how to market it, how to package it, how to price it, um, how to grow, you know, without growing too fast and um, going under, those types of things. You could obviously work with financial institutions to help fund it, but if um, if it does take off, then you can get you know the angel community. We've got the Badger Fund of Funds um, starting these venture funds all around the state, from uh, from La Crosse to Fox Valley to Milwaukee to Madison. Hopefully, you know the Wausau, Green Bay, and Eau Claire area as well. And then they could jump in once some of these companies really start taking off to help fuel their growth with capital and then uh, help them keep growing as fast as possible. And I was going to ask about the Badger Fund of Funds. Mm -hmm. Do you know much about that? How it, how I do, working? yeah. Okay. I'm actually so, an investor. Oh, all right. So <laughs> I hopefully know a little bit. No, so, um, so how does that, and that's why yeah. you're like the perfect person. Right? You've seen so many, you've been on all sides, yeah. right? So uh, how... How does the batteries your fund the funds compare? I mean, I know it's a lot smaller, but yeah, uh, yeah how does that kind of... So it's similar. The, the concept of the Badger Fund of Funds is that um, we could find um, awesome people that um, are from Wisconsin, know Wisconsin, are connected to the community, and create some of these seed, early-stage funds, venture funds, and invest in Wisconsin companies... Uh, early on, because it takes a while for a startup to get to a point where all of a sudden they're creating tons of great jobs and become pretty valuable. Um, so you need to find people typically, you know, in their 30s yeah. Yeah. Um, with experience, which is a hard combination, especially on the venture side. So uh, the team kind of overseeing it, um, it's a pretty good team. The okay. Sun Mountain and Ken Johnson's got some yeah. great, great experience. So uh, they've found some really good fund managers, and thankfully these fund managers have found investors to invest in those individual okay. funds. And then the state matches okay. a piece of it okay. from the Badger Fund of Funds. So it's not all the state's money, um, but it is a long-term commitment. You know, it's ten years. These companies wow. might take yeah. ten years before yeah. they sell. You know, for a lot of money someday. And then when they sell, hopefully they stay in Wisconsin, right? 
Um, so it's complicated just yeah. because it's state money and, you know, all you hear about is the ones that go south, you know, yeah. and then everyone <laughs> throws everyone under the bus and it's, you know, unfortunately that happens. You want to try to to mitigate the risk and uh, part of this program would be how do we do that. And the best way to do it is get a bunch of people involved mm-hmm. that have seen things before and can help try to minimize that risk. Yep. Right. I mean, even that, the 300000 per startup, you know, maybe a, a chunk of that's re- reserved for advisors or something, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, yeah, that makes, okay. Interesting. Um, and, and so what type of, uh, you know, before you would kick this off, who would you want as like partners in this? Like VCs, institution, like, you know, large companies, yeah. or have you thought about kind of the, um, the I th- that network? I think you all? could, I think you could rally like the whole angel network community yeah. around the state. Yeah. The Venture Capital Association, Wisconsin Venture Capital Association, so that's made up of venture funds as well as uh, institutional investors. There's a lot of corporations now that are um, looking at innovation and looking at investing early on just because it's not easy to do once you're part of a big company. Like American Family Insurance does a lot and CUNY Mutual is now and I know Milwaukee, Aurora, and Northwestern Mutual Life are. Um, the Packers, Microsoft. So there's a lot of money out there. I think you could get a lot of corporations to be part of this, and and say, hey, we'll commit, you know, to help fund companies that start, you know, getting to a certain point where they they're getting traction, where people are saying, you know what, what you're doing makes a lot of sense, and uh, we'd like to be part of it, and it's strategically aligned with what we do. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and and I was I was thinking through all the scenarios, and uh, you know really like what's the worst that could happen like to lose all that money that won't happen you know it's just right. like statistically it's like yep. pretty much impossible <laughs> and so you probably get you know the worst that could happen i don't know but if we thought through that scenario when people are like well what if we lose all the money all of our money <laughs> it, won't, it won't happen but somebody's going to ask that sure what would be your response if somebody's like where you know yeah. what is the worst that could happen yeah. so yeah i mean obviously this it could be a complete disaster, right? right? right, right. So it's yeah. really going to come down to um, kind of the processes okay. and the checks and balances put in place yeah. to make sure that uh, things aren't just, you know, under the table or this or yeah, that yeah. or anything else like that. So there'd have to be some good oversight. Um, the law, you know, just the law of averages and statistics yeah. and stuff like that. You know, Nordic, great, great timing, great location. Yeah, yeah all that stuff, right people. Um, but I still, you know, is that, is Nordic one out of a thousand companies? You know, is it one out of a hundred? Right. You know, you know, what did it take for Menards to get started or Schneider yeah. Trucking or Century Insurance or yeah. whatever, you know, Johnson Wax, Johnson Controls, you know, they all had to start at yeah. some point. And why not Wisconsin? You know, why do we have to wait for Silicon Valley to create the next Facebook yep. or Amazon or Google? Because right, because so many and it, Newark is probably I'd say probably more one in a hundred, I guess. Yeah. Than one thousand. I mean, I don't. You might know better yeah, these numbers. Probably. I mean, it's all. Yeah. You know, yeah. But which then would make a lot of sense, right? You have every year to have ten New Yorks oh, come yeah. up, and then that would pay for itself easily. And, oh, and, easily. and more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and yeah, I mean, I think the thing that it's hard to grasp is like all the new ideas that would come into Wisconsin and all the new talent. Like, you know, if you, if you look at the existing ideas and talent, obviously there's probably not enough just in Wisconsin to find a thousand like really good ideas, mm-hmm. but 
you know, if you have people coming in from around the world, that's the part that's like, it's kind of the intangible, but also like the super exciting part. Um, yeah, you could get a lot of people that, you know, grew up somewhere, yeah. you know, in some part of Wisconsin yeah. where their family is, where they love it. They love, you know, everything about it, but they, they're like, hey, I need to kind of, I want away. more in life. Yeah. I want to be able to travel. Yeah. I want to have a nice house. And exactly. there's just no jobs here. Yeah. So they went somewhere else. But I think most people that I talk to would love to move back to Wisconsin. Yeah. Most people love Wisconsin that grew up here. But they've got to be able to make you know, the type of living that they're used to. And this might afford some people to do that, to take that chance and to come back. And you know, there's 72 counties. You know? So if you yeah. do the math... You know, maybe you do it by population, you know, pro rate, whatever, you know, so, but on average, that's 14 startups per county per year, you know, which is almost one a month, you know, so if you break yeah. it down that way, <laughs> that's still a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. how many people have, you know, a good enough idea, investable enough idea, and you'd have to have some local kind of oversight to yeah. say, what do we want? But I think you, you would get, you know, some good competition going too, or people would want to be bragging rights, like, yeah, we're doing it, we're making yeah. a difference, you know, there's some, there's some great success stories, like, you know, Claire's Jamp that just did yeah. really well, and there's, you know, a bunch of others, but wouldn't it be cool if there was, like, one of those in every county every year? Yeah, oh, yeah, and what about, uh, um, you know, you, you, I love the 10,000, mm -hmm. but, you know, why 300,000, I mean, would it be, would it be better to go 600,000 <laughs> per startup. And that's the stuff yeah. you can kind of test. But the from the branding perspective, the 10,000 is yeah. really nice. But I don't know if that's why you chose it or if you think 300 is like 300,000 is actually a good amount to like kind of test Three, that idea. 300,000 is is a is a pretty good amount. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah. I wouldn't want to do much more than that okay. just because um, there's a lot of people with really good ideas, but can they execute? Can yeah, they yeah. can they market their product? Can they tell their story? Can they recruit people? Do they? What's the competition like? All those other things. So, you know, maybe it's even a little less depending on what type of business it is. Like a services business won't need as much as a software business. Yeah. A manufacturer might need some more depending on margins. Um, but we have lots of opportunity. You know. Um, However you feel, you know, people feel about this Foxconn thing, it, you know, obviously it's going to change the image the rest of the world of Wisconsin as an advanced manufacturing yeah. state, if it happens, hopefully it happens. And, um, you know, hopefully there'll be a, an ecosystem or demand there for subcontractors to help be suppliers to Foxconn, you know, so how do people create those companies, you know? Yeah, that's so true. Well, that's so there's, yeah, yeah. there's all kinds of industries. And, you know, in Madison, we're lucky because of Epic. It's kind of put us on the map. Epic has 54% market share in hospitals and clinics around the country. And um, it was easy for me to kind of talk about Nordic because everybody already knew Epic in the healthcare industry. Yeah, yeah. So each region typically has some really um, strong, big companies. And if those companies can stand up as leaders... And help other companies kind of um, take advantage of all the hard work that those big companies did to create the reputation of that region for being really good at something. That's what we kind of need to do. Okay. All right. So we're near the end of the podcast here. And uh, so have you thought about the steps to kind of make this happen? And maybe you're still, I know this is still early. Yeah. It's maybe trying to figure out the steps, you know, but, uh, you know, how, um, yeah, how can you make this happen and how can I, like, people maybe help or you know if they're interested yeah so I've you know I've floated it by 
you know, um, both both sides of the aisle, okay. basically. Just yeah. at the end of the day, I think it would be cool. I think it would be great. I think it would be one of these innovative things. I think it's something that could be copied around the world. Yep. If it works, hopefully it would work. Yep. Um, but it's a creative way to do it without having to raise taxes to use a pension fund, you know, 3% is not that much. It's like a credit card charge, yeah, you yeah, know? Right. So over, in the big over picture, years. over, over you know, years. over 10 years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's, it's very, very nominal from a risk perspective. Any portfolio that someone has, you know, you want to have some high risk, some high reward. Yeah. 3% is not much. And at the end of the day, it has to come from the people. The, the state and SWIB, obviously, they do a great job getting a good return, and they don't want to risk that. But at some point, you have to kind of leave it up to people and say, hey, do we all want to just keep complaining about each other? <laughs> or do we want to try to do something that, that would bring life back to these things? It's, we can't you know, pretend like, hey, we're going to somehow manufacturing you know, be able to pay people a dollar an hour and compete with China and Africa yeah. and what it's just it's not a reality. America, it costs more than that to live and keep the lights on. We can't all work for Culver's and for Quick Trip. It yeah. just doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> all right. So technology is the future, but still with technology there's a lot of work to be done. You know, good paying jobs desk jobs and yes we need to train people and get them ready for that and there's also obviously advanced manufacturing there's plenty of industries that we could do but we need to start thinking about how we can do this so we don't all have to live in a big city you know we can live where we want to live where we grew up and i think this is one of the ways we can do that Awesome. Yeah, that's why I love this idea. I mean, it's it, sometimes the best ideas are the ones where, you know, lots of governments are trying to do this. They try and, you know, give incentives to startups and stuff, but it's all like on a really small, like, conservative scale, right? And you're just like, you didn't even like 10x it. You, know, you like, you like uh, 100x it. And so uh, that's why I just, I just thought it was interesting. And like, I mean, I, and you're like the perfect person, right? Because you've been on both sides. Yeah. I and mean, so you understand how this could work. And like you said, the processes are so important. So it's a lot different you coming up with this one than somebody else. <laughs> like, we'll say somebody who's a, you know, a, a political lifer who uh, may, might not uh, understand how this would actually roll out. But so anyways, I'm pretty pumped for it. And uh, uh, I would definitely be uh, interested in uh, helping out however possible. And uh, yeah, yeah. If, any, if anyone has any ideas on how we can help make this <laughs> <Yes>. a reality, <laughs> I kind of... Uh... You know, thankfully, both sides of the aisle are, you know, interested. They yeah. thought it was intriguing. You know, both um, the current administration and the WEDC, yeah. obviously, they've had their spotted track record yeah. with loans and other things, so that everyone's a little gun-shy of trying to do something. SWIB, of course, you know, A, you know, don't tell us how to do our job, so it would have to come from the people. Yeah. And, um, you know, all the, a lot of the people running for governor on the left, you know, have heard this pitch as well, and they really like it. Um, so who knows? Maybe it's not 3%. Yeah. Maybe there's something in between right. The, right, right, right. the $25 million badge of fund of funds and the $3 yes. billion yeah. Mark Buck and the go- <laughs> shoot for the yeah. moon plan. Um, but either way, I think there's something there, and it would be just a lot of fun to try something and to, to be a leader. We're 50th out of 50 states for startups, and startups do create all the net new jobs. Yeah. So... We need to try something that isn't too risky, and I think this something like this could work. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks, Mark, for coming on the show and telling us about your idea, and we'll, we'll keep a close eye on uh, how things go. And 
let us know if we can help. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Flower Labs and, uh, and one of our first episodes on big ideas. And this is a big idea, so I think this is quite appropriate. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Mark. Thanks. Thanks.